Steven. Kevin. David. With our powers combined, we are the Brothers Board. By the power of podcasting, we have the power. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Brothers Born Podcast. We are uh, Kevin and I. Sort of turning into the Kevin and Steven podcast a little bit. Have you noticed that? Um, yeah, a little bit. I, I tried <laughs> to wake up Kylie this morning and have her with us again, but uh, <laughs> we were up kind of late last night. And actually, uh, it's related to our last, most recent podcast with her. Remember how we were talking about that movie Bubble? Yeah. We, Tosh, or Kylie and I watched it last night. It's an anime. I looked it up afterwards. I didn't <laughs> yeah, realize it was it an anime. Yeah. I am. Um, that's cool. I've been watching an anime lately. I'm not sure if I told you this. Uh, have you heard of Code Geass? No. I started watching it. It's on Netflix. It's a giant robot situation. But um, also, this guy has a power, has one eye. If he looks at people, he can make them do whatever he wants one time. So that's oh, like interesting. It's, it's interesting. As Brendan told me about it. And this guy I work with told me about it. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's two people who have invited me to watch it. So I you know, I what, would. You know what a fantastic anime is? What's that? Since we're talking about this, is a uh, oh, it sells at work. You ever hear this? I started one? watching that as well. <laughs> that one's I cool. Watched the first two episodes, I think. It's Pretty it's funny. weirdly it's weirdly medically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Stephanie even watched that one with me, so I was like, "It's a win." Um, well, yeah, no, yeah, bubble, was, bubble was interesting. It's kind of like a Little Mermaid sort of deal. Interesting, interesting, but with parkour. Okay, <laughs> intrigued. That's the best way I can describe it: a Little Mermaid, but with parkour. Not like Disney Little Mermaid, but like actual Little Mermaid story, Little Mermaid. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, the, the like, one that Disney doesn't like to talk about. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I don't know if a lot of people know this, but like a lot of Disney movies have, like, they, they change the endings of actual fairy tales quite a bit. Yeah, they got to make it like happy and kid friendly. Yeah, exactly. Because the, the original Little Mermaid it does not have a happy ending. <laughs> Will this bubble have a happy ending? Yeah, I guess happy in a way that any dramatic anime can be. Oh, so it's a, it's not like a comedy. No, it's definitely not. Interesting. Okay. The concept, when you told me about it, it sounded like it was amusing rather than dramatic. Yeah, it, to- but- yeah, it totally <laughs> did. We were, I was a bit surprised, but yeah, we watched it last night and um, it was, it was something. It was all right. A little weird, Good. but it was all right. Well, today we wanted to talk a little bit about a, uh, amusing or awkward situations that we've been in and then possibly uh then we're going to put each other in awkward situations and see how each of us would get out of that situation or manage that situation and maybe some of our listeners if you're ever in awkward situations you'll gain some insight in how you can also get out of an awkward situation um so that's kind of what we wanted to explore today uh kevin you had a story you wanted to tell so well, I, 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 I think to you. i might have brought this up before but it's one of my favorite amusing like weird interactions I've had. I was um in an elevator and a lot of amusing things. Someone farted. No. Okay. No, this this isn't <laughs> that'd be, that'd be rough. Partic- it wasn't particularly awkward. It was just really funny. 
Um, there, I was in the elevator. There's another guy in the elevator, and there's there's another like a lady in there, I think. Anyway, um, I was working in a hospital, and there's there two four floors to this hospital: four mountain, four ocean, or the two floors. Wait, 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 wait. Floor mountain, floor ocean. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's when you get lot. off of the float mountain floor, are you seeing a mountainous landscape? Or when you get off the ocean floor, is it a beach? No, it's because a hospital. It's it's Tripler at Hawaii, and they built like the old hospital, but then they had to build an addition to it. But it's on the side of a mountain, so like oh. the addition because it's further up the mountain, like the floors didn't quite match up. Like Elyria High School going into the Washington Building. Yeah. Okay, um, gotcha. So the fo- the fourth floor on the on one side of the newer part of the hospital was like a half a floor above the fourth floor on the old part of the hospital. So the old part of the hospital faces the ocean and the new one faces the mountain. So that's, that's four ocean for mountain. Anyway. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> so I'm in this elevator and this, this guy's and I'm in this lady and this guy walks in and you know, he sees I pushed the button. I was trying to go six floor. So he sees I pushed the button six floor. He's like six floor. I'm trying to go to the fourth. <laughs> and I'm like thinking, dude, like the fourth floor is on the way to the sixth floor. <laughs> we will stop at the fourth floor. I promise, you know? And so he starts like just pounding the the button like over and over again. Like that's going to make it go fourth faster. Floor. And so the other, the other person in the elevator is just kind of looking all awkward at her, at him. And, and she's like kind of, walking away because you know it's kind of weird as soon as kept hitting this thing he's like oh well i'm trying to get to the fourth floor i'm like oh, okay so <laughs> <laughs> and then uh i know that you know actually i don't know it was, it was weird it, we ended up not going to the, let me rephrase this i think i was going to the fourth floor and he was trying to go to the sixth floor no okay I, either and i was i was a floor ahead of him i was a floor ahead of him so i was on sixth floor he was trying to go to the fourth floor Anyway, um, so he's pounding on this thing and this lady's all like just freaking out because dude, he just keeps pounding this button like excessively hard. It's not going to get him up there any faster. <laughs> and he's talking about how he's to get the fourth floor. And then we get to the fourth, I think it was floor, fourth mountain, I think it was because we stopped the four ocean and he got mad about that. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> so go to the like, ocean. He's like, Ugh. so he started pounding the thing again. The lady got off at four ocean. So he gets off, he, he gets off at four mountain and he looks at me because I was going to sixth floor. He looks at me and he was like, well, I'll see you later, you astronaut. And then he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just really weird. I'm like, what is this dude's deal? Astronaut. What did you, what were you wearing? Well, nothing, but I was going to the sixth floor. You so were nothing. No, 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 I was wearing clothes, <laughs> but I was going to the sixth floor. So I guess he had, because the sixth floor is closer to space. I don't know. Uh, okay. Okay. What's on fourth mountain where he was going? Um, oh, geez, you know, I don't remember. I think most of our clinics were on four. A lot of our clinics were on fourth mountain. Like the OB clinic was on there. There was a pharmacy there. Um, I don't remember what, uh, I think ortho, I think ortho. Was so on I'm mountain. trying to like, you know, shed some, I'm trying to understand this guy this elevator wonder that you experienced maybe he has had a medical emergency he had to get to the fourth floor so he was in a just a I frenzy mean, it, could, it could be because the emergency room was on floor mountain so he's just like stressed out saying weird things you know just trying to figure out like i don't know he's you know how like when you go to a hospital it's very stressful unless you even if you work there it's stressful but if you're like a patient or you have a loved one in there it can be kind of stressful so he's just like i want to 
you know, like when you just get so frustrated, you just want to punch stuff. Maybe, maybe that's what, maybe he's just a weird dude, but I'm trying to to understand him. And I think you can attest to this working at the VA. Um, Yeah. There are a lot of really weird veterans. Oh, for sure. Um, For sure. Some people you're just like, what is going on with this dude? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, and, in, and in hospitals, you find a lot of weird people. So when you have a veterans hospital, I mean, this wasn't a veterans hospital, but it's an army hospital. So veterans were seen there. Um, I think actually there was a veterans hospital attached to it. But anyway, when you have like a veterans hospital, you get like extremely weird people. For sure. Yeah. And hospitals are, yeah, like hospitals are already weird. Stephanie used to work in the emergency room in Elyria. Yeah, I don't really need to say any more, actually. I could just leave it right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you get some you get some weird people for sure. So my funny story, I'm gonna take you back to the old mission days when I was a missionary in Australia. This is actually a collection of little miniature segments. It is a day. And in my uh, mind I, for, for wait, hold on just for a second. When you said old mission days, for some reason I was picturing like an old mission from like in Mexico someplace <laughs> or something. That'd be, pretty, that'd be pretty sweet. You know, like at the, not quite the old, uh, when I was a uh, elder born back in uh, Melbourne, Australia, this was in a town called Seymour, which it's a great little town. Um, I would go back there. My favorite area, my whole mission. But so this one day, I'm going to declare this day as no pants day. So I knocked on the door of one house and this old dude with a big bushy beard answered the door, not wearing pants. It's like, you know, all right, you know, it's hot in Australia. You know, this guy's old. Maybe it's hard to get pants on. I don't know. And I was like, oh, we started giving her a message. He's like, I'm not really interested in close the door. I was like, okay, whatever. One, one guy, no pants. I'll move on. A couple of little, like an hour or two later, we went to this other door. This old lady answered the door. Guess what? No pants. <laughs> She's like, oh, sorry. I thought you were someone else. And she went back in, got pants on, then came out. And we chatted with her for a few minutes. I'm like, oh, that's a little weird to have two no pants people on the same day. And then a little bit later, another one. This one is takes a cake of all of them, though. So I, yet the, the timing of this is essential. I knock on the door. This guy opens the door with a huge polo shirt on but no pants there's a bird that squawks in the background like Arr! and he's like right now it's not really a good time i'm sorry and he closes the door <laughs> so he had no pants on there's birds squawking i don't know what was going on it was wild and that was three people in one day no pants i was like man i should have just walked around with no pants today seriously but uh when i was in belgium we were driving one time down the road and this and this wasn't in and when it was hot, it was like in dead of winter. And I look out the window, and there's this dude walking down the sidewalk with no pants on. And like Tosh and I were like, "Why is that man not wearing pants?" It's like you know, freezing out there. I don't understand what's <laughs> going on with this dude. Why has he not got pants? And then so you know, I, that actually that's at the, that was at after that in which because you know Belgium speaks it's a French speaking country. So it was at that point in which I decided I wanted to learn how to say which is, excuse me, I lost my pants, or I lost my pants in, in uh, French. You don't, weren't you kind of going to try and learn that in every language? 
That way, no matter where you were in this planet, you could say, excuse me, I lost my pants. Oh, my yeah, because if you ever lose your pants, you need to let people know for sure. But for French sure, is the only absolutely. French and English are the only two languages I can actually say that in. You can't. I thought you could say it in German. Hmm. Uh, I probably could figure that out. And I don't. And for the record, I don't know any other French. That is the only <laughs> phrase. No, I can per say quoi. You taught me the word per quoi. Per quoi. Yeah. That's it's just because it's fun to say. I never. I never learned French. I took German in high school. I did too. I didn't really. I, learn I don't that remember either. a lick of it though. Other than I know how to say I want. Never mind. I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I learned I how sure to say learned, dumb stuff in German. I sure learned Spanish because there's lots of Spanish up in this place. But same as me in Florida. Spanish. Lots of people speak Spanish here. But so those are two funny stories. Uh, what would you have done on a no pants day? Just out of curiosity, give me shed some light on why these people weren't wearing pants. Well, I mean, it was hot. They probably just didn't want to wear pants. I don't know how Australians are. Maybe they maybe it was like a holiday or something. I don't how know about like the like the bird guy though. <laughs> I mean, well, he probably, you know, like the bird probably made some sort of mess or something on his pants. So he had to remove them <laughs> to, you know, do some washing or whatever. And that would, that really would not be a good time. Yeah. It actually explains that one quite a bit. He probably had like an accident with his bird. <laughs> and that's true. That happens a lot. I used to have a bird and that thing crapped on me all the freaking time. And so. It also like would eat the hairs off my neck. Anyway, I don't have a. I, I do have a rat that's been grooming me a lot lately, which is a little weird. <laughs> you pick up the rat and it starts like, I don't know. It's kind of strange. Yeah, it's like grooming me. You know, like, but that, I get, but that's a sign that they like you, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's good. It's good. It's good to have a rat grooming you from time to time. Um, so. I thought it'd be kind of fun to put each other in awkward situations now and see how you would manage it. So right. I'll start with some simple ones. I'll, I'll, I'll each do a scenario or two. So you, this has happened to everybody. I know it has. Okay. You've been working with somebody or you've met somebody several times. You've had several interactions with them, but you can't remember their name. And you're past the point where it's okay to admit that you don't know their name because you've had that many interactions with this person. You should really know their name, but you, 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 uh, you don't know it. So what do you call them instead? How do you tactfully figure out their name? What have you done in this situation? Well, <laughs> I actually had something like this happen to me recently, which is incredibly <laughs> embarrassing. Look, that person didn't realize it um, where I work. Uh, a person came in uh, to donate uh, plasma because I work at a plasma center. Yeah. And I had a, f it, they had like a, I'm a nurse there. So I have to, I do like physicals and stuff. So I had a full blown conversation, did a whole exam and everything on this person, like a whole physical. And it wasn't until about halfway through it that I realized that there was somebody I work with <laughs> at the plasma center <laughs> that I was doing your physical at. Like, I mean, in my defense, she was a newer employee, so it's not like I had that many interactions with her. But it was yeah. just funny because you know, like these physicals can take up twenty minutes long, whatever. And I'm like through. I had a whole conversation with her, talking to her halfway through a physical, and I was like, "Oh snap, she works here." <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like I work in a huge place where you wouldn't know. Like you pretty much see everybody you work with there. So that was pretty funny. Uh, luckily, she didn't catch on that I didn't know who she was. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, 
usually something like that happens. I just go with like a generic, like a uh, sort of term of endearment, you know, like your bro Love. Or dude Mate. or friend, you know, I was like, Oh, what's going on, man? What's going on, my friend? You know, Cause there you go. That's, that's good. And the, the low that situation you're in, I mean, I'm assuming you could have saw her name on like on your, on her chart, on her computer or something like that. Even then I had no idea. <laughs> I saw her name right in front of me. Cause I don't know a lot of, I don't know a lot of people's names. Like I'm not, I'm bad at learning names. And like I said, so, she was, a, she was a newer employee. So I didn't, it's not someone I interact with like that much at that point. This was like two days ago, actually. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty amusing. What about that point where you, uh, you're pretty sure you know their name and you call them that name and it is not their name. How do you, how do you recuperate or bounce back from that? That I have an experience. I have on the opposite side. I've had people call me all kinds of things that weren't my name, but I don't think I've ever had a situation where I was, you know, calling somebody by a different name. See what I, I always just apologize. You know, that's the easy way out, but there's probably like a fun, like a, a, Maybe you'd be like, oh, I thought you were somebody else. But yeah, you know, I would, you know, I would, I would look I would good either. I would just roll with it and I would call them that name all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they corrected me. Like, my name's actually John. Okay, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> or I would call them a different name every single time I saw them. There you go. Like, hey, Jack. Hey, Tom. <laughs> but like, I, I, just, I had this classmate. Oh, um, her, her last name started with, it was, it was Foyer was the last name. Because you know it's the army, so everybody had who went by her last name, but nobody could remember. They would always like their structures are always give her different names. So um, her last one was Foyer, but they would call her Foyer or like for Foyer. I don't know. I can't. I can't even describe. But they would they would call her different names. So it became a habit of mine. Every time I saw this person, I would call her by a different word that started with the letter F. Foyer. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, Felicia. what a fool. <laughs> or, <I'd be> like, <laughs> or I was like, what a fanatic. <laughs> It's fanatic or phonetic. <laughs> well, that actually starts with the P, but you know, like I would just come up with names that start with like words, random words that came up, start with the letter F. I would just bust them out and like call it. And it became like a funny thing. So she started doing it back. And every time she saw me, she'd call me it by a different word that start with B. B. Oh, cause you're born. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's funny. That's funny. All right. Give me one. Throw one on me. What's the situation do you think I could, I could tackle? An awkward situation that you could tackle. It doesn't be a thing fancy. Like, I mean, something that oh, you know, I got everybody's one. been through. Okay, okay. So you, you're, you're with somebody, I don't know what, whatever, it doesn't matter what situations, but you're, you feel like you're like the, um, you have knowledge about something. Like, it's like you're an expert on about something. Like, let's say uh, someone, their car breaks down. This is just an example. And um, you legitimately feel like you can help them. But when you go to help them, you've discovered that you in fact cannot help them because you have no idea what the problem is. <laughs> this happens a lot actually um, <laughs> to me. So two things like I, I'm an audiologist and I have my, you know, I'm a doctor of audiology and uh, people often say, Hey, I got this ring in my ears. What's that about? I tell them it's tinnitus. There's no, I, I give my whole spiel and then they say something like, you know, it's, there's no cure for it. Hearing aids help sometimes, but, I wouldn't really cross that path unless you're really, really struggling, you know, and, or, if, you know, there's generally nothing serious about it. It's just this annoying thing you have to deal with now. And, uh, there's a lot more to it. I'm just giving a little basic spiel here. Cause this isn't a medical podcast. This is the brothers born podcast. Um, but that's the problem. 
people think I know every little thing about tinnitus. <laughs> and they're like, I notice I get tinnitus when I chew this type of gum. I don't have an explanation for you. Maybe there's some TMJ going. I try to like, I try to parse through my knowledge from school. and like, maybe that's what it is. And I explain that to him offering them false hope, but it's probably not really what's going on there, but, uh, yeah. Or what really gets me is this happened to me. You know, maybe this happens to you too, since you work in healthcare. It's like, uh, Oh, you're a doctor. I got this problem with my clavicle. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I can't help you at all with that. <laughs> that is not yeah. my, my I, area. I do get that a lot because and I think it's especially, this is true of nurses a lot because, um, when you think nurse, you think healthcare, which is yeah. fine. But what people don't realize is a nurse's job isn't to diagnose disease. It's to like die. It's a nursing diagnosis and a medical diagnosis are two completely different things. Yeah. You know, like a nursing diagnosis is more in terms of like, you know, comfort of the patient, you know, uh, that, that sort of thing. You know, you're looking at the comfort of the patient. How can you well, help this patient, you know, get better? But you're not like you don't prescribe the medication. That's the doctor's job. You know, he's the one that actually diagnoses the, the problem. Yeah. But a lot of times people don't realize that like there's a big difference between a nurse and a doctor. So I get a lot, I'll get questions like all the time and like, okay, hey man, I think uh, I've texted you things. I got this weird thing on my foot. What is it? Yeah. And you're like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. And I, I always thought, and they're like, Oh, well, uh, my shoulder hurts, but only when I do this, I'm like, okay. Uh, you're better off seeing your doctor, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm not a doctor. You have to see a doctor and I get that a lot. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Or, uh, when I was a medic in the army, I, a lot of times I would get a soldier come up to me like, Hey doc, what does it mean when, and whenever someone said that one of two things, well, actually, well, if it was a male soldier, 90% of the time I was probably going to see their genitals in a short period of time. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's what do you mean when, when, <laughs> when, oh, when this happens? And the other time I like, it would be something I have no, no idea at all. Like, what does it mean when your eye itches? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, with the ear, like people are like, Oh my ears, just it's itching. I'm like, okay, it's, it could be earwax, probably dry skin. And like, I can help with the, some of that stuff for sure. But then they sometimes they'll go on like tangents and I just, I don't know. Yeah, it gets it gets over. It's hard. Like I want to have all the answers, and I, I think I, but I also can't crack open the textbook and look at every single thing for every single patient. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you have people listen to this who know me and be like, man, I've never seen him. I'm never going to go see him as my audiologist. But you know, like you try and triage to the best of your knowledge in that moment in time, and so, uh, you know, sometimes you don't have an answer, and you gotta be like, hey, I don't have an answer on that. I'll try and look into it. You know, that's a good thing. That's always a good way of approaching it. Like I don't have an answer right now but let me do some research. I'll get a better answer for you. And that's, I do that in a lot of situations. Yeah, no, for sure. No, uh, it's, these are problems that David would never experience as well. Not entirely. <laughs> Think about this. I've, I've, I've done this with David before. I'm like, Hey man, I got this. I want to transpose this song into a guitar. And he's like, cause I dude, like the French horn and all these instruments are different clefs. Do you know that? Like you got treble clef, bass clef, you know, um, the violas and like, alto clef. And so it's like all these different things. And um, like the French horn, for example, I had to do this activity once where I wanted to play the cicada French horn song and I wanted to play an accompaniment with my guitar. The French horn's tuned in B flat. 
So the chord, everything is entirely different. And uh, David, he's a really good musician, so he he knows, but it should take him some time to like try and like transpose it for me. I'm sure that happens sometimes with like music stuff. Oh, like, hey, well, man. I mean, I mean specifically with medical. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, but every, every professional, literally, what you do for your living, like you know, even people who are the masters of their field, you're a human being. You don't know everything. Yeah, no, you're be sure, okay yeah. with that. I, Actually, yeah, I did actually I did approach David with a question one time. I was talking about the uh, eighteen twelve overture when he used yeah. the cannons, and I asked David, "I was like, so is that a percussion instrument or is it a woodwind? Like, what <laughs> did, what type of instrument is a cannon? <laughs> what was it? Um, I don't remember what was he it told a cannon. They like actually fire cannons at the concert. <laughs> yeah, they do. Sweet, they do <laughs> for sure. They oh no, the eighteen twelve overture. Yeah, they they actually fire can. I mean, obviously they're not shooting like cannonballs into the crowd or anything, but yeah, they actually fire uh, <laughs> cannons. And like, you, you see like 4th of July on like on a military boat base, you always see that because, you know, they have the cannons available on a military base. So yeah. a lot of times they'll do 1812 overture and I'll play real reels cannons. But I've, I've been guilty of this too, though. Like I have a friend who works on cars a little bit and I'd be like, my car's doing this thing. He's like, uh <laughs> he does the same thing like he like has a couple ideas but he doesn't know for sure and it's like because he's not it's not like his his main thing he just knows a little bit more about cars than me so he like you know i mean so i do the same thing to other people and they uh they usually say the same thing like i i, I suggest i don't have an answer right now but let me do some more testing and figure it out yeah. or like hey it's outside or you know it's okay to say it. it's outside my purview I'm gonna recommend you to go see this guy over here, and they might oh, yeah, be able to help you better. Like, like you're better off seeing a doctor, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot with ear, nose, and throat doctors. So I'm an audiologist. I deal. I work with you know balance disorders and hearing loss, but a lot of the more medical things, like an actual true and blue ear infection, that's not me. That's a ear, nose, and throat doctor. And like I know how to identify it, but I can't say, hey, this is a you got this type of otitis media going on. Like I can't do that. It has to be the medical doctor that does that. And sometimes people get us confused, which is, re- I'm, I mean, if I wasn't in the field, I would probably wonder why there's, t- no, I would be confused yeah, by sure. that too. So I do have a question. Have you ever run into this? Cause you know, I'm sure you deal with people and their medications sometimes. Sometimes. Have you ever run into like, you ask a patient what kind of medication they're taking and they throw in the, Oh, I'll take a blue pill. I take like, <laughs> a big white one. Then I have like this red and blue one. And you're like, cool. That doesn't help. <laughs> and then you're like, all right. And you're like, well, I take a blue pill and that's for, that's for my cholesterol. Oh wait, it might be for my high, my hypertension. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't okay, run man. into it too much. I'm, I, I'm mostly concerned about um, if they have blood thinners, I have to be extra careful when I take ear wax out of their ears. So I usually ask them about, and I know those pills, but I don't know what, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like I take a blue pill on Wednesday at five o'clock, red pill on Tuesday at three. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, cool, but cool, man. <laughs> sweet. Or, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. Well, that's, that's a good, uh, we kind of got on a tangent there, but that's, that's a, you know, I think the best course of action when someone approaches you with something that you, thought you knew how to help them but you it's maybe you bit off more than you can chew it's okay to say hey i don't have an answer right now either a see this guy or b let me go find out for you but i can't manage this right in this moment that's an appropriate answer i'd say all right let me let me lay one more on you let's see here this is one happens to me a lot um 
sometimes like uh, on this podcast, just kidding. Um, when you're telling a story and in to a group of people and in the middle of the story, they like, you realize that no one's actually paying attention to you. So you, what do you do? Like you're telling a story, you're really excited about it. You've built up all this excitement about, you know, Hey, this is going to be a really funny story or it's a really good story. You're going to like it. Then you notice they just kind of aren't paying attention. How do you like navigate that? I do it one, two ways. One, I just stop. Okay. Yep. And, yeah. You know, which is probably the most acceptable way or other times I'll just say something completely off the wall and bonkers <laughs> to try to bring draw, draw them back in. You know, I'd be telling a story and then I'd throw in like, Oh, you know, then the cow was kidnapped by an alien or just something completely off the wall out of there, not even in the realm of what I'm talking about. And, um, when, when I do that, either they kind of chuckle and listen, or they just continue ignoring me, but either way, it's amusing. <laughs> it kind of reminds me is a little bit different, but on another mission story, I am, um, I was knocking on a door and they're like, right now it's not really a good time. There's the cat is pregnant and there's food in the attic. I was like, okay. I don't know how, why that's qualifies it. I mean, I think you could just tell me you're not interested. That'd be better than the cat is pregnant and there's food in the attic. Like, what are you even speaking about? So that's kind of funny, but yeah, that's, I like your approach. Yeah. I, it's more fun to do something totally bonkers. Uh, they're just kind of scratch their head. Then you really know if it's a really good way of telling if they're paying attention at all, or more than likely like me, I'll just kind of slowly get quieter and just stop talking and working on something else. It always hurts a little bit when that happens, you know, like you're telling a story, you're really happy about it, but no one seems to care. And that that's sad. It's very sad. I care. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So this is an open platform. You know, when we're podcasting, we're, we're listening to each other. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> All right. Give me one more. Give me one more. All right. Um, I think this is kind of significant in realms of, driving in traffic but not necessarily uh when you like you're in a situation and we'll say we'll use traffic example but it applies to other things too like let's say someone does something that really irritates you and so you're like want to give them the finger and you want to like yell and but then you realize that whatever happened was actually your fault <laughs> <laughs> That's when I just kind of break and kind of get as far away from that person as possible, either by getting way in front of them or way behind them. Or like sorry, I'll, I'll do something kind of like cute or like I'll give them a thumbs up or like flex my muscles as I drive past them or something. Just something <laughs> like, Hey, I'm an idiot and it's okay. <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily be traffic. So there's like other times where I've like, you know, I can't think of any good examples right now where I've, I've done something completely wrong and just assumed that the other person was wrong. And then I'm like, Oh wait, no, that was my fault. Sorry. <laughs> this was fun. Awkward situations. Hopefully listeners, you gain some insight um, on these, a couple situations where you can strategies you can use, or honestly, I mean, it's nothing really new. We didn't reinvent the wheel here, but hopefully you gain some, uh, not least some confidence that you are not the only one who struggles with situations. And I th I'd like to revisit this segment from time to time. I think it's a fun one. So, um, We'll maybe we'll bring it back um, at a later date. I, I I bet you David has some pretty funny yeah. stories. So this know, was that. Go ahead. Because like, he's you know been like a teacher and he's like a teacher, so he's probably had some pretty funny, uh, amusing things. Yeah. So 
next time on awkward situations brought to you by the brothers born podcast. Um, well, maybe, maybe not next time, but we'll talk, we'll, we'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. And we will get, we, we will eventually get back to our normal, um, kind of shows that we have started this season with, uh, David's just been kind of unavailable lately. Yeah. Uh, so into the school that, year. Yeah. Hopefully that will change soon now. Yeah. And then uh, the summer is going to be a little bit easier for him so we can kind of get back into it and we're going to be bringing a couple more guests on. It's going to be great. And, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Yes, we will. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Brothers Born Podcast. Kevin and I talked about some awkward situations. You know, we all get them, we all get in them. Hopefully this sheds some light on ways you can uh, get out of those situations yourself. I want to clarify, I don't know if the French horn is actually in the key of B flat. I looked it up, looks like it might also be in the key of F, so I apologize to any of my French horn players out there. Um, share our show with your friends, like us on I- uh, Facebook, give us a good review on iTunes, we would sure be grateful. And uh, if you want to get a hold of us, check out our Facebook page or email us at brothersbornpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll look forward to hearing from you. All right, everybody. Catch you later.